a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. There's a trend in business and politics. It's sort of the new strategy, which is if you're losing badly, just declare victory to distract, deflect, and distort reality. So the question is Vladimir Putin's headline annexing eastern parts of Ukraine a victory or is it the ultimate admission of defeat? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, in his latest move in the war against Ukraine, President Putin has broken international law. He's annexed parts of Ukraine, mostly in that eastern Donbass region, uh, trying to place them under Russian sovereignty after a sham referendum. Uh, and that becomes the, the real question. Uh, again, he's been losing and losing badly. And so declaring victory is a, is a nice way to kind of change the subject. And of course, the subject does shift very rapidly. Vladimir Putin has been quite specific in saying that if Russian sovereign territory were ever attacked, uh, that the use of tactical nuclear weapons uh, would be on the table. So is this escalation the the beginning of a new Cold War between the West and Russia? Is this just Vladimir Putin declaring victory because he's losing so badly? And what does it all mean? So let's break it down just a little bit. During a press conference yesterday, President Joe Biden said that the United States would never recognize Russia's sham referendums to annex those portions of Ukraine. And with your permission, I'd also like to briefly address the shameless and transparent effort by Russia to annex parts of neighbor Ukraine. The United States, I want to be very clear about this. The United States will never, never, never recognize Russia's claims on Ukraine sovereign territory. This so-called referenda was a sham, an absolute sham. The results were manufactured in Moscow. The true will of the Ukrainian people is evident every day as they sacrifice their lives to save their people and maintain the independence of their country and uh, in defense of uh, freedom as well. President Biden reiterated his statement that this annexation by Russia is clearly a, a violation of the UN Charter. Russia's assault on Ukraine in pursuit of Putin's imperial ambitions is a flagrant, a flagrant violation of the U.N. Charter and the basic principles of sovereignty and territorial integrity. So again, Vladimir Putin clearly trying to change the conversation, change the dynamics. You've heard me say this before as we've looked at and analyzed what Vladimir Putin is trying to do. And typically what has happened uh, in Europe is whenever you get to the negotiating table, we actually talked about this six months ago when this all began, Uh, Whenever there is an opportunity for peace, when there's an opportunity to kind of get to a a truce, uh, you basically negotiate with what you have. And usually in Europe, you've gotten what you had. You get to keep what you got uh, when it comes to ending wars. 
And this is clearly, I think, Vladimir Putin trying to do just that, claim extra territory uh, so that as things do come to the negotiating table, which we hope it will soon, uh, that he has a little bit of, of leverage there. Uh, I don't think the international community is buying that. In fact, during a news conference today with Canadian Foreign Minister, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken gave his comments on the referendum vote carried out in many instances by force. No one is fooled by what Moscow has done. The world saw the way Russia conducted these so-called referendum with Russian occupation forces going door to door and forcing Ukrainian citizens to cast their ballots at gunpoint. The entire process around these sham referenda was a complete farce. Secretary Blinken reaffirmed that the U.S. does not, does not recognize this latest escalation by Vladimir Putin uh, as legitimate in any way, shape or form, basically calling Vladimir Putin out, saying you are declaring victory uh, in the face of extraordinary defeat. The United States does not and will never recognize any of the Kremlin's claims to sovereignty over parts of Ukraine that it seized by force and now purports to incorporate into Russia. Very important. Secretary Blinken uh, gave uh, an unequivocal U.S. support to the Ukrainian people fighting for their sovereignty, their territory, their freedom, and their self-determination. This territory is and will remain Ukrainian. And Ukraine has every right to defend its land, to defend its people, and to take back the territory that Russia has seized from it. And then finally, I want to wrap with Secretary Blinken. Again, I thought what he said today was very important, very clear in terms of where the United States is and hopefully where the rest of the allies are uh, by announcing heightened sanctions uh, for Vladimir Putin and those supporting Vladimir Putin's move to annex Ukraine into Russia. I also made clear that when Russia made this move, the United States and our allies and partners would impose swift and severe costs on individuals and entities inside and outside of Russia that provide political or economic support to illegal attempts to change the status of Ukrainian territory. Today, we've done just that uh, in coordination with the European Union, and Canada is taking similar steps as well. Uh, We're also issuing a clear warning supported by G7 leaders. We will hold to account any individual, entity, or country that provides political or economic support for President Putin's illegal attempts to change the status of Ukrainian territory. In support of this commitment, the Departments of the Treasury and Commerce are releasing new guidance on heightened sanctions and export control risks for entities and individuals inside and outside of Russia that support in any way the Kremlin's sham referenda, purported annexation, and occupation of parts of Ukraine. Those are all very important messages uh, coming out of the administration today, uh, both from uh, President Biden, also from the Secretary of State, uh, really calling out Vladimir Putin. And uh, again, so interesting, uh, Vladimir Putin did all the things that, uh, again, has have become popular, again, with politicians, with businesses. Uh, when you're losing and losing badly, just declare victory on something and change the subject, distract, distort, uh, deflect. Uh, and that's clearly what Vladimir Putin was doing. Uh, he had this grand signing ceremony uh, take place today in the Grand Kremlin Palace. And uh, looking at those regions, you know, here he is welcoming in uh, these these four regions, uh, kind of in that Donbass, that eastern portion of Ukraine, uh, even though even though as he was signing it, Russia doesn't fully control any of those militarily or po- definitely not politically. 
Uh, and so it was just this ultimate in, I'm just going to declare victory and change the dynamics of, of the conversation and what's going on. And uh, the sad part of that is the move uh, by Vladimir Putin does really shut down a lot of the diplomacy angles. It also escalates things uh, in a significant way. We know uh, just within uh, moments of Vladimir Putin doing that, that uh, Ukraine formally applied for fast track status uh, in uh, the United Nations. And so that's going to ratchet things up a little bit. We know from Vladimir Putin's previous uh, statements and conversations that any attempt or any attack on Russian sovereign uh, land would be met with uh, every means, including nuclear. Uh, and so that's going to be something to watch, again, as as everyone tries to navigate this. And, and I would just remind everyone that we do have uh, winter coming. Winter is on its way, and that is going to really paralyze a lot of things that can be done in terms of progress. Uh, my question is, what really happens over the, the next couple of weeks? Uh, are the Ukrainian forces able to continue to advance uh, on those counteroffensive moves, reclaiming land that uh, Russia is currently occupying? Does Russia just really hunker down? They're obviously struggling, uh, which is why they're trying to declare victory. Uh, they're also trying to prop things up back at home as they uh, go after uh, a draft, a, a limited draft to get more uh, people to be able to fight for in behalf of Russia. Uh, and so all of this is a lot of positioning and uh, a lot of things that are just really challenging. Uh, and so as we as we think about that, uh, there's a lot to think about. And a lot we need to think again about. And so on one hand, we can look at what Vladimir Putin did. Uh, yes, he declared victory. Yes, that's what the, I'm sure the headlines read that in Russia today. You know, this great victory of uh, annexing uh, and having this referendum so overwhelmingly in favor of these areas of Ukraine rejoining uh, the motherland of Russia. And I would just remind you that those headlines, whether that's a, a headline in Russia or whether it's a headline here in the United States, uh, we always have to look past that. And often, someone declaring victory is doing so because they're in the middle of a great defeat. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless, and I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.